we'd like to welcome you back to the comprehensive beatdown. Me, I am Bloggy Bonilla. And I am Silent G. The music's coming on in just a second, I promise. <laughs> I can see it happening. Um, welcome back. Another week. Uh, special holiday episode, I guess. That's right. Um, so we will be previewing some Christmas music today. Uh, because we should. And we can. And we are. Yeah. And screw you guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so we're going to do the Sharon Jones It's a Holiday Soul Party album. Yeah. Um, there's songs, there's Hanukkah songs and Christmas songs and just seasonal songs, yeah. so it's really... I'm excited. I haven't listened to it yet, but there is a song called The Funky Little Drummer Boy. Yeah, and, I haven't uh, listened to that one yet That myself. is one. I'm, I'm looking forward to that, uh, as well as the, their version of White Christmas. That's always one of my favorite Yeah, I listened uh, to songs. like two of these songs. I was nice. tr- trying to hold out, but... Um, the uh, Eight Days of Hanukkah has been getting shared around a lot yeah. on uh, the internet... So to open, we um, I think we mentioned we were going to do this last week. Mm-hmm. Our uh, good friend and super listener, Wade Thompson, uh, who created the logo for us and everything, um, he hit me up last week and suggested I check out this Umphreys McGee podcast from some shows from their spring and summer tour. Mm-hmm. Um, it's his favorite uh I don't know if it's his all-time favorite band, but one of his favorite kind of jammy bands. Yeah. And uh, he was like, you guys should open a podcast with this. And I was like, well, we should for all the stuff you uh, do for us. And now we have. And now we have. Yeah. And I told him we were going to do it this week. Um, But this is uh, a band called Umphreys McGee out of Chicago. Um, Kind of a progressive jam band. Yeah. Uh, Their song is called Night Nurse. It's from the August 20th. Our August 20, uh, 2015 show in Charlotte, North Carolina. Um, the podcast is called the Umcast for UMcast, and it is on SoundCloud. So if you dig this, check it out. Cool. Um, Umphreys isn't my favorite of the jammy bands. They get a little heavy for me, but I picked out some little funky thing to play yeah. here. So, yeah, that's that. So we're awesome. on episode 38. Uh, we have one more for the year, which we'll do next year, which will be kind of a special episode. We'll have two guests talking about a, a new local release here in Jackson. Um, I've kind of hit my limit on new albums this year. I think <laughs> I think I'm finally burnt out. Uh, listen to Logic this week. It's pretty uh, pretty decent album. But yeah, it's decent. Pretty yeah, happy. Nothing I want to really do on the podcast. But no. Um, but yeah, so we're wrapping the year up here. So we were gonna save this one for the end of the year, but it uh, lined up to where we could uh, do the special thing next week. Yeah. So. All right, so again, this is Umphreys McGee, Night Nurse. Shout out to Wade Thompson, um, one of our very dear friends and uh, one of our favorite fans of the podcast, for sure. All right, so let's get into uh, the Sharon Jones and the Dap Kings. Uh, it's All a right. holiday soul party. never sounded so funky. Yeah, ever. <laughs> no one's ever blamed Hanukkah for being too funky of a holiday, no. you know, so. They certainly have not. <laughs> Sharon Jones has funked Hanukkah up this year. Yeah. Time to light a candle burn I like it. Yeah. Time to spend a and hope that it will show up on my 
band is just so tight. Yeah, so polished. <laughs> 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 production delay but this doesn't really do them any good to like put out in February or something you yeah. know if they do get to it yeah I mean you could you could have had the vinyl you know what I'm saying I mean, yeah they, could... they would just have to plan ahead yeah that shit's out of control I'm trying to get vinyl printed they're yeah. pressed we're just not letting people do it yet you know they shut all those places down yeah Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
God, they had to have a good time making this album. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. It took you till you got grown. What's that? It took her till she got grown to realize that it was Mama. Did they so? Uh, I, did they write this song? I can't remember if this is an older song because I think they put this out on a seven-inch last year. Maybe. Yeah, I don't think this is. I don't think. Um, no, this there, this is a uh, a remake. Yeah, because I think that was on a holiday seven-inch from uh, a couple years ago. It's White Christmas. that seven inch out I think that's what it was on of course I thought it was last year so obviously uh, I'm way off I don't know let's see here uh, yeah it's from a seven inch in 2010 okay five years last year whatever I tried had the holiday breakdown too on it okay yeah I never got that I remember seeing that seven inch I want to say it was a record store day thing, maybe. Probably. Yeah, but I never got it. I put eyes on it once, but didn't buy it. You just gotta love Sharon Jones and the Dap oh, Kings. Yeah. The whole label is amazing. It really is. another Christmas song. Just These are all quick hitters. Short songs. No reason in uh, dragging the holidays out any further than we need to. in one song it sounds like yeah good stuff It's right. 
think Christmas is my favorite time of the year, other than March Madness. <laughs> that wasn't a travel there, Paul George? No, not at all. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's just it's a fun time of year. We actually, or I say we, Catherine decorated. We have a tree. Yeah, I came home the other night as they were decorating and watching Mad Max. Drinking a lot of whiskey. And, yeah. Yeah. And, um, yeah, they seem to be having a lot of fun. They were still at it when I got home at 1245. Oh, I know. Oh, yeah. Oh, I know. Catherine was, like, <laughs> drunk and yelling and stuff. Like, baby. She guys. was not She was not the bad one. Brian was oh, the Brian, bad Brian, yeah. He's going to um, hear this, too, probably. Yeah, Sorry, when Brian. I was woken up by, uh... I don't know what they were laughing at. It had to be freaking hilarious, though. It was about, about 12.15, 12.30. Oh, no. And um, I woke up by... I mean, they all they were all laughing, but Brian had the, the louder laugh bit, you know? So, yeah. Uh, it was pretty funny. Terrible. I was like, Sorry about it that. It's got to be hilarious. Yeah, I think they were watching some uh, Nadia G cooking shows at that point in the night. <laughs> That's what it. That's what it uh, evolved into. Yeah. Um, the reason I knew that is because I kept getting emails all night and said, uh, "You just ordered so and so." It's like, uh, <laughs> no, I'm at a big crit show right now. I didn't do that. <laughs> I did not do that. <laughs> that was not me. That was not me. Silent night. Yeah. Funk is real. Oh yeah, funking up Christmas too. Murray is not happy right now. Oh, Nobody's happy. Even though they beat the Patriots this week, I'm still not happy. It still didn't I'm seem afraid. like a happy occasion. Know, yeah. just, Everybody was still like, ah, oh, fuck it. Why did they even bother to win this one? Yeah. <laughs> you know, me and uh, Skip would watch the game. I'm, I mean, I'm, you know, I like watching my teams and everything, but I'm not one of those people that yell at the TV and scream oh, no. and get upset. And, like, it doesn't ruin my day if we lose. And so Skip and I were sitting there laughing because the Saints game was on at the same time, and everybody there screaming and yelling. And, and uh, you want to talk about some people that let a football game ruin their day? Ooh. Saints fans, man, and it's ruined a lot of days. They've ruined a lot more days yeah. than they've made good. I've gotten um, a lot of this year. Um, well, I mean, you know, I'm a fan, but I don't like get upset. I was like, okay, I've seen yeah, you on the liar. good years, like on. You've had four losses, and each one like ripped your gut out yeah. or guts out. Now that you have what eight losses, they're not so bad yeah, anymore. Not so bad. Like, okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, I just I, I don't like. I learned from my dad. My father just yells at the TV. We go to games, <laughs> he just yells at the athletes on the field from the cheap seats because we've yeah. already, you know. I'm like, this is not cool. This is not how I want to enjoy sports. What fun is that? Yeah. You guys were hooters, right? Huh? Yeah. You're yelling at the TV, you're missing titties in your face, you know? Like, well, and we were just like, like, at the end of the game, we shook hands and we're like, eh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, why would you let that upset you? Yeah. 
A bunch and of overpaid men with head injuries. I mean, at the, the, end, of, at the end of the year, during the playoffs, the Patriots make a run, the Eagles will not. Mm-hmm. I've, I've, I've accepted this. If I see a play and I know it's not a good it's like, obviously he didn't catch the ball. I'm not going to get upset when they say he didn't catch the right. ball. I already saw it happen. I don't need to get upset because you told me it happened. You yeah. Know? No, totally. But, uh, yeah, so it was pretty, uh, I don't know. It was pretty funny. Yeah, I don't even... I think I've seen one and a half Broncos games this year. Not act like I'm a fan of theirs, you know? Yeah. Well, it's just, I guess the, the older you get, the more responsibilities you have. It's hard to just set a, set aside three hours on Sunday, oh. three and a half hours on Sunday to, to sit there and, you know, dedicate just to watch the game. And do nothing. Yeah. Like, if you're going to really watch it, you have to sit there and do nothing else, yeah. you know? And I just, I can't do that anymore. Yeah. I wish I could. But I am excited. Um, we, uh, I don't know if I told you, I think I told you this, maybe I didn't, but at work we have a vendor that's from Kansas City mm-hmm. that we do some work with, and um, they've got a box at Kauffman Stadium. Dope. So um, I'm going to opening day next year. I doubt I'll be able to get the box for opening day. Uh-huh. Get them to let me sit in there with them for opening day. I'm sure that'll yeah. be a pretty big occasion. But, um, yeah, I'm going to be able to, we're going to try to score me some. some That's awesome. That. But, uh, yeah, so, but I am going to open it today, <clears throat> next year, even if I have to sit outside. Yeah, my dad has to go up there for work a lot, and um, they went to several games the past couple seasons. He loves it. He's a big Braves fan, but he just loves yeah. it. He said it's been cool. Yeah, I've been um, I've been a couple times, and it is. I mean, it has it, it really has a different feel to the way. I mean, it's a different feel to the game there. Yeah. You know, with the fans and everything. Yeah. so it's pretty cool. Yeah, he loves it. This is called Big Balls. I thought she said Big Balls, which would work too. Christmas yeah. balls. Yeah. Yeah. This is fun. Yeah. <laughs> well, we talked we talked about it yesterday. The album's pretty short, but um. You know, I mean, Christmas albums are supposed to be short, you know? Yeah. You want to be able to throw on the next one. Exactly. Um, we do have the uh, Chipmunks Christmas album queued up for after this, right? Yeah, yeah. We're going to... Actually, we're going to screw it. So we're going to slow it way down, and it sounds like uh, Satan is Dude, singing. why has somebody not chopped and screwed the Chipmunks album? Um, Patton Oswalt does a bit about it on one of his stand-up CDs. Yeah. And he doesn't play it, but he, like, like sings it, you know, because he's like, he was talking about how he was a fucked up kid, and that's what he liked to do with it, is play it real slow so it sounded like Satan. Yeah. But no, somebody should totally chop and screw that album, like, officially. I bet that'd be funny as shit. Oh, yeah. Put some lyrics on it. Damn. Hey, now, we have a couple like, more Christmas tunes for you when this is all over. Yeah, I was going to pick a Christmas song, but I, I didn't. My favorite Christmas song isn't even on a Christmas album. It's Joni Mitchell's River. Uh, and, um, you know, I mean, just because she says it's coming on Christmas at the beginning of the song. But, I mean, yeah. that, that album, or that song just personifies Christmas for me. Nice. It makes me makes me think of Colorado and yeah. wintertime and white Christmas. And, uh, yeah. We're getting deep into it this holiday season, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> We're finding the motivation for Bloggy Vanilla. But yeah, that's not uh, on Christmas albums usually uh, or anything, right? Yeah. It's on Blue. 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 It's a great album. Really great album. Yeah. You guys have never heard that. So, whatever. 
Yeah, that's one of those like all time. Like yeah, it's an all time album. No matter what you think about the genre of music, it's like Blonde on Blonde by uh, Bob Dylan. You yeah. know, it's like you have to listen to that album. You know, or, but yeah, uh, it's like I mean, Blue Train. I mean, it's just an all time. Yeah, it's just perfect. Just, it's just a perfect album. This is a uh, Please Come Home for Christmas. I really like this album, man. Yeah, it's cool. It's a really good album. But you're right, man. You get this on vinyl, and you can just play this every year. Like, yeah. when you play your Christmas album. Absolutely. You know? I grabbed a Jackson 5 Christmas album on vinyl this week. I never had it on vinyl before. Did you go to the vinyl, the record convention? Yeah. It was dope, man. Was it? Yeah, there was like five or six vendors we know from the past. Yeah. And then... A whole handful of new people really? um, from all over the South. Um, they started early bird at nine. I got there with Austin about noon. Um, it was raging in there. Like, really? There, there had to been when I got there probably thirty or forty people looking wow. at records, and people were coming in as we were there. That's awesome. Yeah, man, it was cool. And I, man, I haven't gone record shopping in months. Yeah, like, I mean, I haven't been digging for yeah. records or anything. I haven't had time when we go out of town or anything. So I went to like three tables. I took 40 bucks, gave it an hour, and spent my 40 bucks in an hour and went to like four different tables, you know? And it was perfect. Came home with like a eight inch stack of records, I guess. Yeah, spent 40 bucks. It was cool. That's real good. Yeah, I just haven't had much motivation to go out. And I've been spending all my record money at Offbeat, you know, yeah. buying stuff there, so I haven't had to go, like, dig in a while. But it was fun. Yeah, I just got a text from Venom earlier that he got the um, last two Sky Zoo records on vinyl, so I told him don't even bother putting those in the store. Yeah, definitely. Sky Zoo. That seems like Zoo, so long that, that that album came out. Yeah. You know, was it the spring or summer or something? It came out in uh, June, I think. Yeah, for my friends. Yeah. We and did he got a drink deferred too. He got both of them from my nice. vinyl. Yeah. So. But yeah, I thought the Sky Zoo album was a really good album. Um, yeah, I've been working on lost my in the shuffle because there's some great albums this year. But um, yeah, I mean it's. Uh, Oh, speaking of, do we got to mention Kendrick getting his uh, 11 Grammy nominations? I know, right? And no white rappers nominated <laughs> for uh, Best Hip Hop this year. Now, him and uh, D'Angelo. Yeah. Yeah, because he fell for this year since it was, the album was so late last year. Yeah, and J. Cole got some nods, I think. Yeah. Um, that's all good, man. They're... Uh, they knew they fucked up the past couple years with uh, Macklemore and all that shit, yeah. you know? But no, all the everything was deserving, you know. I mean, I'm not gonna like, I don't listen to Rihanna or anything, but I guess she deserves it. All right, here's your uh, funky little drummer boy. We were talking about this song earlier. Neither one of us has heard it. Just as advertised. This is uh, 
I think my second favorite Christmas song of all time, like just in general, you know, like carols and stuff. I love God Rescue Mary Gentlemen for some reason. That song just like is awesome. Yeah. But I love this song, but I'm scarred from it because I had to sing like, what was it, third or fourth or fifth grade, like elementary school choir, like in front of the whole school, you know, had to sing this song. Yeah. And I still remember, that's what I remember from like elementary school is like having to stand up there and sing this song like an asshole. I think we had to wear like white turtlenecks and red vests or something so there existed a picture of me dressed like that somewhere It's a perfect Christmas album. It is. That's how Christmas album should be, though. Yeah. You shouldn't have to... You can have your favorite one, but I don't even have a favorite one. I listen to that. Ooh. Um, yeah, I don't even have a favorite one. I just kind of love them all equally, you know? But this is awesome. All right, here's Silver Bells. Silver Bells. I just love Christmas songs. Yeah. People get all pissed, like, when they're at the grocery store and the mall. I'm like... Oh, it's nice. Like Rudolph's playing, and I'm looking at tortillas. It's okay. Yeah. Now, Rudolph doesn't want you to be stressed, man. Be cool, man. I prefer not to hear them before Thanksgiving. Yeah. Okay. Um, I have a strict no Christmas music before Thanksgiving, man. And we've skipped Thanksgiving, like like uh, Kroger. Yeah. Not one stitch of Thanksgiving. Decorations or really? colors. It just was like Halloween, Christmas, a week to switch over, and Christmas. It's like we have just skipped Halloween. Yeah. And the stores are open on, uh, or we just skipped Thanksgiving. The stores are open on Thanksgiving now. It's like, I don't think anyone. We should call it the war on Thanksgiving, man. Like, we, should, we should hit Fox up about this. They'll know what to do. <laughs> Put Jesus back in Thanksgiving. That's what we're saying. We're finally taking a political stance here on our holiday episode. Yeah. Put Jesus back in Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving thing. Um, it happens more and more, you know. 
but yeah. I mean, and if you don't want to, if, if we're gonna, if we're gonna phase out Thanksgiving, I'm cool with that. I oh still yeah. Want, I still want the day off from work, and I still want to spend the day with my grandparents eating copious amounts of food. I was about to say, I'm still but, trying to eat some dressing. That's all. But, I care about. Um, then we can, then we can purely stick to a December only Christmas meal. Okay. I mean, all for that. I don't think capitalism is going to let that uh, happen, man. No, I don't think so. Man. Uh. <laughs> but I mean, I, whatever. Oh, yeah, I hear you anyway. Capitalism sure doesn't. No, capitalism hates me. Don't give a fuck what you say. Doesn't give a Christmas fuck, as my brother Jess says. He said that one year out of the blue, and it's just become a theme now. Not giving a Christmas fuck. We have no idea what it means. He said it in the summer, too, so it wasn't even like around Christmas or anything. But it sounds so funny, right? Man, I don't give a Christmas fuck. <laughs> I guess it's because most people just fuck on Christmas. You your Christmas booty or whatever. Yeah, Christmas booty. Mm-hmm. I guess that's what a Christmas fuck is. <laughs> All right, here's a world of love. Speaking they, of they Christmas beauty, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Christmas Speaking beauty. Speaking of Christmas fucking. They slow it down for you. Yeah. It's like they knew we were listening. Oh, it's totally the... For Christmas this year, there'd be no more sorrow. I did get caught in a uh, Christmas music wormhole on YouTube last night looking for yeah. the South Park song. Man, the, the Mr. Hanky Christmas album. Yeah. I, used to, have it on, I used to have it on CD, but there are like... The the Swiss Comedy Beef Log song uh-huh. is freaking hilarious. The uh, Cartman, Cartman is hilarious. Oh, yeah. I mean, all Cartman is... Cartman's all time, man. He's all time. Oh, all time. When you talk about South Park, you have to talk about your favorite characters other than Cartman. Other than you know? Cartman, yeah. It's like, of course, Cartman. Let's talk about some of the other guys. Yeah. And the other guy would be Butters. Um, Randy, Stan's dad. <laughs> He's gotten into so much fucking shit on that show, man. Butters gets pulled into all the Cartman shit, yeah. and then Randy just starts his own. And yeah. that's Butters and Randy are by far my two favorite, like, B characters, yeah. you know? After Cartman, of course. But, yeah. They both get wrapped up in everyone's shit. So was great. it a Captain Chaos? Is that the, was that um, Professor Chaos? Professor Chaos in a general disarray. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. My favorite Butters line ever is uh, he's finally like standing up for himself, and he just says. Um, one day someone's gonna have to put up with my bullshit. <laughs> exactly. All you do is put up with other people's bullshit. But it was so perfect. He's like, man, one day everybody's gonna put up with my bullshit. <laughs> so funny. But the uh, Christmas uh, Carol episode of South Park where they do... Um, Silent Night and uh, Ding Dong Go the Bells, yeah. you know, all that. That's a Christmas tradition. Uh, me and my brothers and Catherine and Natalie and my parents sit down and watch that episode nice. every year. Yeah, that's one thing that we uh, always do on Christmas. That's so fucked. Like, it's a weird thing to like do on Christmas. It's a little weird. It's a little weird, but uh, it works through the leaves for sure. It don't matter if you're black, you're white, you're blue, you're Chinese. 
This could be the game, man. Yeah, this, Pacers uh, have been playing pretty well. Yeah, Paul George is... I know Steph gets all the... There he is. Steph gets all the love, but, um, man, George has been playing like Yeah, I mean, he's already got eight points, four rebounds, and two assists. If he stays healthy, this could be a possible finals matchup. Yeah, could Quite be. possible. All right, this is... Oh, yeah, this is... Uh, I forgot this was on here. Um, this is one of my all-time favorite Christmas songs. God rest you merry, gentlemen. So they're still playing in the jerseys with the sleeves, even though LeBron hates them. <laughs> He's going to wear whatever Nike God will, goddamn tells him. Well, now, wear. yeah. <laughs> for the rest of life his life, long, you will be wearing nothing but Nikes. Yeah. As well he should, man. He's going to make bazillions. Yeah. Well, I'm certainly not mad at it. I didn't know they were 13-7. and seven. Yeah. That's terrible. Ugh. He's not going to win another championship. Curry's about to win them all, man. Curry's going to win, like, four at Golden State and then, like, three more with the Lakers when he's, like, 33 years old. <laughs> I mean, that's what I see happening. I think he's going to win, like, eight, and he's going to win a few of them in L.A. They're going to be finally, like, just come win us some goddamn rings. This is cool. This is a whole instrumental version of yeah. God Rest You Mary Gentlemen. I'll take that. Oh, yeah. Alright, so coming up on the end of this song, I'm gonna we got two more to do. Uh, while we were recording the first couple songs, I went and downloaded a song that I completely forgot to download to do. Because um, last night I asked Catherine what her favorite uh, song from Phil Spector's Christmas album is. Because she's a big uh, fan of the Phil Spector's Christmas album. Uh-huh. So she sent me a, I was like, just send me your track and we'll play it and we'll talk about you. So um, she sent me an email last night that uh, had this, said, this is the track. And then she sent me a story in the email to go along wow. with it. It's literally a one, two, three, four. It's a five paragraph Woo-hoo! essay. It's like a story time. It is. So if it's cool with you, I'm going to play the song and I'm going to read Catherine's essay. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, and this might become a thing. Yeah, uh, essays from Catherine. We'll, yeah. we'll just do it for holiday episodes. Five though. paragraph essays. We'll do this again on Easter, I guess. Yeah. We'll do. A, Catherine will give her Easter speech on uh, <laughs> on the podcast. All right, so um, I'm gonna play the song. It's uh, Darlene loves uh, Christmas, uh, baby. Please come home, and she uh, talks about how she heard about the song and the influence of her dad, and uh, um. The uh, last two lines have the words patriarchy and drinking bourbon in them. So this should be pretty good. All right, so All right, here let's we go. go. Let's do it. Okay. This is quoted from my wife, Catherine, on the email. She says, Here are my thoughts on the Phil Spector Christmas album for your podcast. Use what you'd like. We're going to read the whole damn thing. <laughs> All right. Okay, so... Um, As well you know, my father took care of the majority of my musical education in the home growing up. 
He sat down in front of his gigantic console record player with a bourbon in his hand pretty much regularly to play albums for me, most of them obscure pieces of classical folk and jazz brilliance. This experience only happened once with my mother, and the album she chose to impart upon me, her only female child, was a Christmas gift for you from Phil Spector. I was about 12, and I'll be honest, the cover on that uh, re-release with Phil Spector in the Santa suit creeped me out. But I knew it was important to mom, so I went with it. But once the needle hit the record, I completely understood. In general, what's truly amazing to me about Phil Spector Productions is that it sounds like he created his patented wall of sound um, to be at its best from a jukebox. The melodic layered sounds with rich echoing vocals can cut through the loudest party and make people dance or penetrate the most indifferent mind and create a happy audience. It truly is pop genius. You get that right away on the album with the opening beats of White Christmas and then Darlene Love comes in. Darlene Love makes this record for me. Her voice is just impeccable and she is about the classiest person on the planet. My favorite song on the record is Christmas Baby Please Come Home because it's a great balance for the rest of the album which is mostly taffy sweet. Literally there's a song about marshmallows for Christ's sake. <laughs> um, this, song, this song is like semi-sweet chocolate. It still has the hallmark components of a wall of sound masterpiece but Darlene delivers on the heartfelt lyrics without missing those you love during the holidays. Perfection. Phil Spector was truly awful to Miss Love. He credited his other artists for her, her work several times and talked her into selling her rights to some of her most popular songs. But she weathered it and went on to have a pretty great acting career. She was in Hairspray on Broadway and was Danny Glover's wife in the Die Hard movies. I didn't know that. Way to go, Catherine. Plus, Dave Letterman got Darlene Love to sing uh, Christmas Baby Police Has Come Home on his show for like 25 years straight. Meanwhile, Phil, Phil Spector will always be remembered for being a homicidal weirdo who almost ruined what is otherwise thought of as the greatest Christmas album uh, by talking over Silent Night. Yeesh. And thanks to my mom, I always think of this album as one of the first and most formidable lessons I received about the patriarchy. I can still listen to it every year, decorating the tree and drinking bourbon. Um, P.S. If you haven't told your audience about it yet, uh, recommend the documentary 20 Feet from Stardom, which is about backup singers. You'll learn about why Darlene Love and a bunch of other people are invaluable to your life. Happy Christmas from the Lees. <laughs> um, Excellent. We can't have her on the podcast again because she's going to put us out of a job. Yeah. There was um, like a two-sentence run there that read like Du Bois wrote it yeah, or something. Um, yeah. Like It was absolutely beautiful. Oh, um, good oh, job, oh, Catherine. Yeah. So to finish this out with our outro, this is the Santa and Jesus um, duet or part of it from the uh, Christmas Carol episode yeah. where they get into a big argument because there's too many songs about Jesus and not enough about uh, Santa. Yeah. All right, so happy holidays yeah. and Merry Christmas and Happy Hanukkah and everything from us uh, here at uh, the Comprehensive Beatdown. That's right. Um, I do need to plug something real quick. Plug away. Uh, this weekend, December 11th and 12th, is um, Price to Move at the Planetarium in Jackson. Yeah. Friday night, 5 to 10. Saturday, 2 to 10. 30-plus local artists all selling art under $100. Um, the Skull and Crossfaders DJ on DJs on Friday. I'm doing a, a set, a Silent G, 100% um, uh, space theme since we're in the uh, planetarium. So, all kinds of crazy space music for you. 
Um, but we also have DJ Young Venom, Brick a Brack, okay, and Sandpaper. Saturday, two to ten, um, starting around seven. We have the Elegant Trainwreck in Homer Town, three-year anniversary party. That's uh, my record labels, uh, me and Cody Cox. Uh, we're releasing the Passing Parade album officially, and we have a lineup of Bark, my aunt and uncle's band from Knoxville, plus Vibe Doctors, Passing Parade, Silas, and Fifth Child. Cool. Yeah. Um, kind of our we always do a year in review so had to plug that that's the big thing coming up and um, if you're listening to this and I don't know if I've to- even told you about this yet Mike um, Jackson Indie Music Week we're going to do a panel of podcasters and I think me or Danielle one is mentioned to you yeah um, so that'll be January 12th we'll have a lot more information coming up but we're going to do a uh, live radio broadcast of the Hood Hippie and have several different podcasters there talking to up and coming artists um, and then we'll have pieces of that to play later on for their podcast so um, I wanted to plug all that look for Jackson Indie Music Week on Facebook to keep up with all the information. The culmination of that weekend is the Thalia Mara Hall show with Scarface, Hey Ball, and MJG, and Juvenile. Yeah. Um, so, that's yeah. going to be a killer. It's going to be awesome. So, sorry, I just plugged for like two and a half minutes here. You got anything to. No. No. That's, I, I think I covered it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, guys. So, um, as always. Go to Offbeat, buy your uh, Christmas gifts for everybody. Yeah, definitely. Um, Somebody gave me a Offbeat gift card for sweet. my birthday, and I've spent it, and it was awesome because you got to yeah. go in there and get a record, basically. So, yeah. get gift cards, shirts, records, toys. Yeah, he's got gr- new sweatshirts, some yeah. new t shirts in there. It's uh, a great place to get kids uh, cool toys comic for books, uh, graphic novels, um, Christmas. Uh, yeah. The little pop toys. He's got some of those in there now. So go to Offbeat. And if you need sneakers, go to... Uh, Concrete. Concrete, for sure. Um, but yeah, everyone enjoy your Christmas shopping and your holiday season. Um, I'm done with work for three weeks next Wednesday, so I'll see you guys Sweet. at happy hour. Um, <laughs> every day. Every Pretty much every day. <laughs> um, totally. All right, guys. So uh, I think that's it. I'm Silent yeah. G. I'm Bloggy Bonilla. We're the Conference of Beatdown. We'll see you next time. Peace. Peace.